Welcome to day 197 of Shaped by the Word. I'm Paul Kemp here with the Kresge's, <laughs> Matthew and Katie. Uh, we're continuing in the Gospel of Mark. We kind of left you hanging on Friday. Uh, it's good to be back in the Gospels after doing Acts and after mm-hmm. doing Paul's letters. Fun to always be reminded of who Jesus was and what he did, and that's exactly what Mark wants us to do. Uh, it's a very active gospel. It's a gospel where he shows us more what Jesus did than what Jesus said. We have less teaching in Mark than we do in either Matthew, Luke, or you know John, mm. uh, but he presents Jesus to us by his actions and by his words, and often you're going to hear the, the question in the gospel of Mark, who is this man? And, of course, he answers it by what he does. So we pick up in the middle of uh, chapter 1 and verse 21. But before we do, uh, let's, ret- <laughs> let's turn to the Lord in prayer. Mm-hmm. Matt, do you mind leading us? Yeah, let's pray. Father, we um, are so grateful for your word and uh, for the, the time we get to share together in it and, and learn from you and hear from you. And, and Father, we thank you for the, the technology that enables us to do this and, and to, to be able to read together as um, your body and people that you've drawn together. And so as we turn our eyes to um, the Gospel of Mark, um, Father, would you do what you always do through it and speak to us, um, reveal in us um, sin, um, produce in us faith, and, and Father, really um, help us to see Jesus. We, we, want to, we want to see him in this time. And, and so, Father, would you do this? Uh, thank you for um, your grace. Thank you for um, this time together. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. We're picking up in verse 21. They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. People were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. Just then a man in the synagogue who was possessed by an impure spirit cried out, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, said Jesus sternly. Come out of him. The impure spirit shook the man violently and came out of him with a shriek. People were also amazed. They asked each other, what is this, a new teaching, and with authority? He even gives orders to impure spirits, and they obey him. News about him spread quickly over the whole region of Galilee. As soon as they left the synagogue, they went with James and John to the house of Simon and Andrew. Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they immediately told Jesus about her. So he went to her, took her hand, helped her up. The fever left her, and she began to wait on them. That evening after sunset, the people brought to Jesus all the sick and demon-possessed. The whole town gathered at the door, and Jesus healed many who had various diseases. He also drove out many demons, but he would not let the demons speak because they knew who he was. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up and left the house and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Simon and his companions went to look for him, and when they found him, they exclaimed, Everyone's looking for you. Jesus replied, Let us go somewhere else to the nearby villages so I can preach there also. This is why I have come. So he traveled throughout Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and driving out demons. A man with leprosy came to him and begged him on his knees, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus was indignant. He reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately the leprosy left him, and he was cleansed. Jesus sent him away at once with a strong warning. See that you don't tell any uh, tell this to anyone, but go show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Instead, he went out and began to talk freely, spreading the news. As a result, Jesus could no longer enter a town openly, but stayed outside 
in the lonely places, yet the people still came to him from everywhere. So you have an early introduction uh, introduction to Jesus. I don't know why I can't speak my words today. <laughs> uh, with a lot of a lot of movement, you know, from the synagogue, and of course, what you're seeing is you're seeing the kingdom of God being established through the works of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are signs that God's kingdom has broken in yeah. uh, and is and is near. So, what are some of the things that stand out as you guys look at this passage? Well, I was just saying earlier before um, we started recording that. When I read Mark, I just um, see his authority established and shown to everyone. Um, And we see his authority with an impure spirit and just how much authority he has over them. I think when you contrast um, his authority over impure spirits versus like the Pharisees' authority over them, there's such a huge difference. Um, And then his authority over illness. Um, And so... I, I just, that's what I see when we read this passage for sure, which mm. is the authority of the Son of God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's fascinating. You know, we mentioned it when we spoke about the first, beginning of the first chapter of Mark, where, you know, Jesus comes and really this portrayal that Mark portrays him is he's this conquering, anointing king, you know, anointed king, the Messiah, Son of God who has come in and, and the impure spirits recognize him. And it's interesting to me that, you know, uh, Mark begins, he says, you know, Jesus, the Messiah, the son of God. And then you have the baptism and, you know, the father says, you are my son. Mm-hmm. But we don't see like humans saying this. We see, man, he's he's teaching as one who has authority, but it's the impure spirits who recognize mm-hmm. rightly who Jesus is, even though they don't worship him. You know, and we're going to see as this unfolds that eventually the response of humans is Yes, indeed, this truly is the Son of God. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, all along, you, you have a big contrast and mark between the insiders and the outsiders, yep. mm-hmm. uh, those who recognize who Jesus is and those who fail to recognize who Jesus yeah. is. And at this point in the text, those who are realizing who Jesus uh, is are the, are the demons and the, spirit, you know, the spiritual mm-hmm. powers that oppose him. And you also have this you know, nice little embedded thing that happens in Mark, he does not allow them to speak. They know exactly who he is, uh, the Holy One of God, you know, Jesus of Nazareth. They they know his name. They know who he is, what he is all about. Uh, And you'll see them time and time again revealing the deep character of who Christ is. Um, But this messianic secret that's kind of underlining Mark is the idea of Messiah so misunderstood, Mm -hmm. you know, in Jesus' day that... uh, Jesus doesn't want to reveal that he's Messiah until he has redefined what Messiah mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. And he's beginning to do that by conquering Israel's enemies. Of course, the enemies they wanted conquered was Rome, but the enemies he's conquering are their diseases and their demons and, and of course, their deep spiritual understanding uh, of who he is. Mm-hmm. So you have a nice, you know, nice reflection of that. Yeah. Why do you think the demons were so adamant to proclaim who he was like was that a tactic do you think you know trying to um out him in front of everybody when it wasn't time yet like i mean or do you think they were just it was a instinctual yeah i'm not you know i'm not really sure you know uh whether it is just uh uh, their response in horror to who he was Mm -hmm. knowing uh, that uh the coming of messiah or the coming of god's son whom they knew to be far more than any earthly you know, expectation would be their demise. Mm. And, and so it's probably that shocked 
on, you know, honest response. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they're trying to undermine him at this point. I mean, certainly they are, but uh, it's just the horror of judgment being near. And of course, that's mm-hmm. you know, the twofold ministry of the Messiah is, is coming to both judge the enemies of God and to rescue the people of God. And, and so you see this, you know, happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. I mean, and that's how and the, Jesus yeah. is going to characterize what he's come to do when he talks about, you know, binding up the you know the strong man in order to plunder the house you know mm-hmm. he has come to usher in the kingdom of god and part of that is you know pushing back the the kingdom of darkness and mm-hmm. and I, I think you know we I mean, we don't know i can't speak with authority or 100% <laughs> you know accuracy as to why but verse 24 you know what do you want to do with us jesus of nazareth have you come to destroy us i know who you are the holy one of god i mean that that's just a honest you know, it's kind of ironic to say an impure spirit or a demon's an honest response. But I mean, you see that when, even when we come into contact, you know, or you see like Peter, mm-hmm. you know, realizes he's in the presence of Isaiah, Jesus, yeah. you know, and he's on, or even on the boat, you know, it's depart from me, O right. Lord, for I'm a sinful man. You know, it's this, this moment where you meet the Holy, the Holy God, God and, and you cry out. Hmm. We, we also see, he even tells us what his purpose is. I mean, so he can he can go and preach, right? The kingdom of God, um, and so that's it's kind of fun to see Jesus exactly say like why he is there and what his plan and mission is, um, which is to go and and preach the good news. Yeah, and that's a nice little section uh, where. Uh, we have you know Mark telling us very early in the morning while it was still dark, Jesus got up and he left the house and he, mm-hmm. he went to a lonely place or a solitary place where he where he prayed and that is always deeply moving you know mm-hmm. to me to see uh, our you know Lord's dependency on God the Father or on the communion of the Trinity actually mm-hmm. uh, in human flesh uh, that he saw a need to withdraw and to be in fellowship with a. Uh, both the Father and the Spirit as the Son, how much more do we need to withdraw and be in fellowship with the Father and the Son and, and, and the Spirit? Mm-hmm. Uh, if, uh, if he felt that need in order to, to function, how much more should we feel that need? And so many times we don't. Mm-hmm. So many times we you know, approach uh, you know, discipleship with a, I've got this attitude. This mm-hmm. is nothing that I can't handle. Until we're overwhelmed by circumstances mm-hmm. and then we realize how weak we really are and how powerful yeah. you know he really is uh, but you're right uh, you know it'd be easy for uh, uh, to let the people set the agenda you're you know you're, you're healing us and this is kind of fun we love listening to your teaching it's like a great experience and Jesus said you know it's it's deeper than this and I've come in order to you know proclaim the good news uh, and that, that that's why I'm here so mm-hmm. he's very set on his purpose yeah. mm-hmm. You get the love too, you know, that kind of that note very early in the morning while it was still dark. You know, this wasn't something I think a lot of times we think, man, it just it would have been so easy for Jesus to just carve out time or, you know, to, to, he, he enjoyed praying. And so it would have been easy for him to just do it throughout the day. But I mean, even here we're seeing him, he's carving out time early in the morning while it was still dark. And even, you know, his disciples are kind of like, what are you doing? Everyone's looking for you. You know, don't you know that there's, there's business to, you know, to get to and, and exactly what you're saying. I mean, if he needed this, how much more do we need this? But we see that early in the morning while it was still dark. Discipline. Yeah, Jesus craved the yeah. communion with his Father. And if you look at the single chapter uh, as one day, 
which is the way that you know Mark is presenting it to us. It is very busy yeah. from early in the morning, you know, until late in late in the evening. Mm-hmm. And, and there's two things, you know, that Jesus is doing, you know, for focus. One is the fellowship with the Father, and the other is remembering the purpose, you know, for which you know for which He's been sent. Mm-hmm. And of course, one of the things you backing up just a little bit, you have to love about. Uh, how Mark is presenting Jesus to us is that his teaching was with, with authority, mm-hmm. uh, and and by that they they meant that whenever he talks about God, it's as if he knows God. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not talking in a third person narrative. He's not talking, you know, uh, quoting you know commentaries one on top of the other. He's talking about the heart of the Father, as if he knows the heart of the Father. And then just a few lines later, you know, there's uh, the casting out of the demon. You know, right there, and, and not only that, he, he commands, he commands evil spirit. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing someone who's come from the heart of the Father with all of the authority of uh, the Father, and it's an incredible picture. Mm-hmm. We ought to probably deal with, you know, a difficulty in the text mm-hmm. uh, that uh, uh, you may have noticed if you're reading from a different translation than we are in verse 41. It says, uh, verse 40 said, a man with leprosy came to him and begged him on his knees. If you're willing, you can make me clean. Verse 41, if you're reading through the ESV or even the you know, NET, uh, it says Jesus had compassion on him. Mm-hmm. Here in the NIV, it said Jesus was indignant. So you have a lot of manuscripts that have the word you know, compassion in it or early, you know, early you know, versions of the Bible. You have a couple or a few that have the word indignant. And, of course, one of the rules of textual criticism is uh, you usually go with the harder reading, mm-hmm. and, and so we love the nice, soft reading. You know, uh, he had compassion on them. This one, you know, this one's a little bit tougher reading. He was indignant. Then you have to say, why was he indignant? And was he indignant that this man even had to ask, "Are you willing?" Or was he indignant, uh, you know, at, at the whole situation in which he finds himself, where people are captive to disease and are captive to mm-hmm. demons? And he sees the human situation, and it not only causes him to have compassion for those that are caught in it, but it also has him mm. indignant uh, that this has happened. And, mm. of course, the question is, you know, uh, if, if you were willing, uh, we do not know how willing God is to rescue his people mm-hmm. from the dominion of darkness. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's not a matter of his willingness to reach us, it's a matter of our willingness to accept the gift of grace, you know, that God has, yeah. you know, God has in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is one of my favorite stories that Mark tells, you know, just because you think about leprosy and how lepers were treated. I mean, they would have to cover their mouths and stay at a distance and say unclean and, I mean, they wouldn't and wear had... a surgical mask whenever they <laughs> yeah. were, you know, do social distancing. Yeah, and I mean, by social distancing, we mean more than six feet. Exactly. Outside and the yeah. city. They wouldn't Outside have had, city. you know, contact of other people. They wouldn't have just gotten a hug or a high five i mean people would have seen them and just immediately scoffed and and retreated away from them and here's jesus walking up he says if you're willing you know you can make me clean and i love what jesus does is he he touches the man before he announces him clean you know Mm -hmm. and and i don't know the whole order or how but i mean the way that mark's framing this is jesus reach out reaches out and touches the man and then announces be clean yeah you know maybe there's the touch that cleanses him I, whatever it is in that moment you're seeing the heart of of jesus towards this man and you're yeah. also seeing what should have been uncleanness being spread to jesus it's actually purity the purity of jesus the cleansing of jesus passing on to the man which is so cool 
It is a reversal of the Old Testament order. Yeah. You know, yeah. to touch something unclean is to be unclean. In this particular instance, uh, to touch something holy is to be, become holy mm-hmm. or to become whole mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in this instance. And it is a beautiful move, you know, right after, you know, if indignant is indeed the right translation, and we really, really are not you know, sure of that. Um, to reach out and to touch means he's not indignant at the man, he's indignant with the circumstances mm-hmm. and, and brings him in. Mm-hmm. So we're beginning to get a picture of who he is, and uh, it'll continue as uh, we continue in the, the Gospel of Mark. Mm-hmm. He's kind of written this in, uh, you know, three big movements, you know, the early ministry in Galilee. And then there's a narrative as he's walking to Jerusalem and the inevitable is hanging over his head and he instructs the disciples. And then, of course, a passion mm-hmm. narrative that does take place mm-hmm. in the city of Jerusalem. So we look forward to moving ahead with you in the Gospel of uh, Mark. Mm-hmm. Katie, why don't you close us with a word All of prayer? Right. Father, thank you for um, your word. Thank you for these wonderful things that took place in real life. And um, forgive us for thinking sometimes that they're just stories that we can enjoy. Um, but this really happened, and and you are a sovereign God who cares deeply Um, for your people and has compassion on them and us and so would you use your word to change us would you empower us holy spirit um to go out and and to do the same to have compassion on um the world around us and um, to spread the good news of jesus christ it's in christ's name we pray amen